guys, and welcome to the I Still Do With, with you, you podcast. <laughs> I got it in. <laughs> Episode one. <laughs> Who are you? I was waiting for you to introduce yourself. My name is Gary. And I'm Joanne. And we are the Severance. Oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we are married. Yes, we are married. Um, this is our first podcast together. We um, just got back from a really amazing marriage retreat, and we learned so much about each other after being married for 14 years, and it just kind of made us want to come on here and help other couples achieve the oneness that you that everybody wants in marriage, and we just thought it would be good to do a podcast together about some of our experiences with marriage. Well, I think this would be a good time to give everybody a background on <clears throat> where we come from. Who we are. Yeah. Our experience with marriage and family and life. Mm-hmm. So, babe, why don't we start with you? Let's dive deep into what makes Joanne, Joanne. My corks and all. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so um, a little bit of background before... I don't know if I said this. We've been married for 14 years. I think we covered that. We covered it. Okay, Okay. gotcha. (laughs) Okay, well, um, and we're actually getting ready to celebrate in actually about four days, our 17-year anniversary of when we started dating. Holy smokes. Oh my gosh, and that will... Oh my gosh. That's just a long time. It was a long time ago. So That is a long time to spend with a person. It is. It's a very long time. And it also doesn't seem like that long either. No. But anyway, I came from a big family. I have three brothers. My parents are still together. Um, we were brought up as Christians. Um, pretty normal life. Uh, when I was 17... I happened to be homeschooled at the time and um, started hanging out with some new friends, and I happened to meet the one and only Gary. That's me. <laughs> when I was 17. So we um, we kind of met in, I think it was October, beginning of October. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. We met, and he was seeing somebody else at the time, and... I just remember telling her, like, he's so hot. (laughs) He's so cute. Like, good job. You did really good. But I never was looking at him in that way. I just, I knew he was hot, but I I didn't look at him like, ooh, that could be my boyfriend one day. So we just kind of hung out as friends and we, um, I don't know, it just, it it wasn't like that. And a few weeks later, um, he and his girlfriend broke up. And I don't know, we just, we started talking over text and it sounds really cheesy, but (laughs) we just like slowly started texting each other and um, kind of realized that we liked each other. Um, And go ahead. It was a fairy tale. (laughs) Yes, it was a fairy tale. Um. Yeah, so a little bit about my background. Um, Mine is a lot different from Joanne's. I come from a 
very troubling, if you will, past. Dad was an alcoholic. Mom was a drug addict. Um, and you can kind of put the pieces together from there. So basically my grandparents um, raised me until about my teen years. And then I went back to um, be with my mom. But <clears throat> then I met Joanne. And this girl turned my whole world around. I mean, she... She was like nothing that I've ever dated before. Oh, that's, that's for sure. <laughs> she was hot. She could drive. She had a car. She had a job. Like she had life figured out. You liked 17. me for my car, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> that hot little neon, yellow neon. It was yellow. Yeah, that it was. you just liked my car. I'm convinced that's why you. That's why you went for me. Well, it's just it's so interesting to look back on because you know we were our backgrounds were polar opposite. We didn't know it at the time and. I don't know, there was just something about you, something that I just I just wanted to be with you, and I knew that we just had to be together. I feel like from the beginning, like, when we started talking and realizing that we were interested in each other, and we started dating, I feel like there was something, too, that was drawing me to you. Like, you were different than any other guy that I had dated. You were, like, so sweet and such a charmer. <laughs> But not in like a, not in like a fake way. Like I really felt like there was something different about you, and I still still would have never guessed that we would be married, especially this long. But there was just something about you where it was like I was just drawn to you. I couldn't like I couldn't stay away from you. And I just felt like myself, and I felt comfortable with you. And it was just something different that I had never felt before. And just so everybody understands that's listening, this wasn't like a fairy tale beginning either. No, was... there was a lot of trouble. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> um, <laughs> we, yeah, we had, um, we had a rough few years of dating. But for some reason, we kept, we kept going. Like, we, we kept coming back to each other. So, another little thing you don't know about us is <laughs> in our first year of dating, we ended up getting pregnant with our daughter. Oh. You didn't know that? No, I didn't. Oh, <laughs> is that brand new information <laughs> for you? <laughs> um, so. Well, now tell them how young we are at this point. Yeah, um. So I get I would I had just turned 18. So the same month that I turned 18, I found out I was pregnant. And Gary, I don't want uh, I'm going <laughs> to give away my age. <laughs> uh, basically, I'm a cougar. <laughs> he was 17 at the time. Okay, but there's only a 6-month difference between us. So he was 17, I had just turned 18, and that little pink line, the two pink lines, showed up at a, I think it was a Target. Oh, jeez. With my friend. I just told her, I think I'm pregnant, and I need to take a test, and we went in to the bathroom, and I took the test real quick. And very quickly, those lines showed up. And here I am, just a brand new adult. I'm a baby myself. And I almost passed out right there in the bathroom stall. 
I just, I could not believe, especially with my background and just knowing how I was raised and knowing that this was not how I planned things to go. It was very scary for me. And I I was just scared. I was scared of what people would think. Me too. I was scared of my parents finding out. I was scared that this might not have been the guy that I needed to be with, you know, forever. At that time, our relationship was so rocky. Like, I knew I loved him, but at the same time, I didn't know him well enough to know if this was who I should be with forever. Um, So it was a very scary time. And um, I don't recommend starting your family that way, but God wanted us together. And with us working hard at it, we are still together 17 years later, 14 years of marriage, four kids in. And it's just amazing how God turns something so scary and something that is not really an acceptable thing. He turned it into good because we worked at it. And we have kept God at the center of our marriage, and we fought for this marriage. This didn't just happen by chance. It wasn't just a coincidence that we worked out. This has been hard work, and it's been worth it 100%. But that's just to show you guys that hard work can get you very far in your marriage. And... That's just to give you a background so that you know we didn't start out with the perfect marriage. We didn't do everything right. We didn't do the engagement and then get married and and oh, then we were pretty backwards. Yeah. And then have the kids and you know, it, it wasn't it wasn't the way that it should have been, but it turned out better than we could have ever expected. And that's why we want to share we want to share our experience with marriage and our relationship and our family with everyone to give people hope and to kind of help people understand how we've made it this far. Definitely overcome a lot in in our relationship and I think where we're at now we're in a good place. I mean it, and it took a lot of fighting to get here and we're we continue to work on things um no no marriage is perfect no relationship is perfect and it never will be no. we but have, we have our struggles we you know we fight just like every other couple do but i think there's a lot of things that we do right that we would like to share with everybody and i think one of the biggest things is um in our premarital counseling i think this is what hit me and made me realize this is going to work and this it was it was just like the one thing that i was told that really stuck with me was love is not a feeling okay we all go into this thinking oh my gosh i'm so in love with him like he makes me so happy that fades very quickly if you rely on that love is not a <laughs> <laughs> love is not a feeling love is a commitment it is a choice to wake up every day and say, I love this person. I I don't feel like I love you. 
I love you. I'm choosing to love you in these hard times. I'm choosing to love you despite your flaws, despite my flaws. We are in this forever together. Well, it truly needs to be unconditional. Unconditional. There can't be any, I love you up until this happens. Right. And then I'm gone. It's definitely a commitment that you need to go into marriage with. This is forever. There is no out. We are going to make this work no matter what, and we are going to fight hard for this. And I think that's why we have made it so far. Because we've had plenty of things in our in our marriage and raising a family and the stress of kids and work and Everything else, family, businesses, everything. There are so many things in these last 14 years that could have caused us to walk away from each other. Mm -hmm. But he knows I'm a flawed person. I know he's a flawed person. And we choose to love each other in spite of those flaws. So there is nothing he could do within reason. (laughs) (laughs) There's really nothing he could do to make me stop loving him or decide to quit on him. And I, I think you feel the same way. Absolutely. And absolutely. really... Now, that doesn't mean that's a hall pass. It absolutely that's does a, not. Oh, you can do this and I'll forgive you type thing. That's Don't abuse it. No, and, and I hope nobody gets that impression. I'm not saying... I mean, like I said, there are exceptions. I, I, I understand there are things that couples go through that... Um, can't be worked through, but within your boundaries, I'm going to say the one thing that I, that I think would maybe two things is infidelity would be one and abuse. I would suggest getting help and getting out and getting safe until that person gets help Mm -hmm. or I don't, I don't really know because I don't deal with that. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm I'm not a licensed therapist. I I have no license. I'm giving you my take on how our marriage has worked. Mm-hmm. Well, and like we heard stories this weekend, this past weekend when we were on our retreat, that you know abuse is common in relationships, whether it's physical or uh, verbal, um, emotional. But yeah. Even when you know you got spouses cheating on each other and things like that i mean as extreme as those things are and as they sound they're believe it or not people couples recover from that and it was the craziest thing that i had heard this weekend yeah because to me you know those two things it's like okay wow time out like that's that's pretty extreme you know that would be grounds for divorce yeah and there's couples i mean it's unbelievable that are just they're rising from the ashes, yeah. you know, on that. And it's it's incredible. If you find yourself in those situations, um, and maybe you just do need a little bit of hope, there are couples that do overcome that um, with lots of help from outside. Yeah, from professionals. Um, so I'm not trying to minimize that at all. I And I'm not speaking mm. on that really because... That's not something that we have dealt with in our in our marriage. Um, so I am very sensitive to the fact that those things do happen in marriage. And I would suggest getting 
Christian-based counseling mm-hmm. and make sure that you are safe while you are doing that counseling. Absolutely. If you are away and safe. Um, again, I don't, I, I don't have any license to um, give advice like that. So that's just, that's just based on my take on it. Aside from those two things, there's really nothing that should be grounds for divorce. You can work through anything. You can work through major problems. And yes, sometimes it does require getting outside help. But we decided to do this podcast to try to give couples hope that maybe your marriage isn't exactly what you want it to be. Well, day-to-day life takes a toll on your relationship. Yes. Whether it's, I mean, look at us. So you're running two businesses. You're a stay-at-home mom. We have four kids. You know, you you babysit your nephew. Your hands are full during the day. Carpooling. Yeah, there's, there's a lot. We have sports every day of the week, games every day of the weekend. Um... There's a lot going on, and that can cause a lot of stress. It can. Well, you know, I work a full-time job, Mm -hmm. run a business myself, and there's just, there's a lot to get in the way between us. And I think it's really important to, you know, in in between practices or, you know, we're eating dinner in the truck because we're on the, on the move and you know, with the kids, we still find time for each other one way or another, you know, whether it's sitting at practices or at games and, you know, we just take a minute and catch up and see how each other are doing. And Yes, you are exactly right. And so that's what we want to do is just offer some advice um, as to how we got here, offer um, maybe some pointers on how to keep your marriage fresh and exciting. People don't typically believe that we've been married 14 years because we kind of act like newlyweds. We are still very giddy with each other. Which I thought everybody acts like that. I know, (laughs) I know. We're still very giddy with each other. Um, The romance is still very much alive in our, well, maybe not romance. (laughs) Speak for yourself. I took the trash out for you tonight. It's <laughs> very romantic. <laughs> but I mean, like, I still get butterflies when his text comes through on my phone or when I see his name come up and he's calling me. It's like, you know, I kind of feel like that dating stage. Like, oh my gosh, he's calling me. <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys, I just got a text from my husband. <laughs> it's so exciting. So, um, yeah, so we just we want to invite you along on this journey and um, just offer kind of our story and maybe help some couples who are kind of in that place where they just don't feel like things are going very well. You know, maybe maybe you can take something from what we're telling you and how we've kept our marriage alive and for these last 14 years, maybe you can take something from that and apply it to your marriage and see a different result. Absolutely. That's our hope is to help as many couples as we can to have a very fulfilling marriage. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's a lot of issues that we can cover. There's, you know, in-laws, there's money, there's, Kids. Kids. Kids is a big one. Conflict. Mm-hmm. Um, how to fight fair. 
Into me, I see. <laughs> Keep it PG. Intimacy. Intimacy. <laughs> yeah. All the good stuff. So um, if there's anything specific that you would like to hear us talk about, feel free to let us know. Um, if you have any questions, feel free to ask them. We are open books. Um, we'll have a um, we'll have an email address down in the description, and you guys are more than welcome to send us questions. Um, it's totally anonymous. Um, we won't use real names if you don't want us to. Um, no, it, we will keep your identity private. private. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. And again, we're not, we're not professionals. We're not licensed um, marriage counselors. We're just two people. We have a lot of experience under our belt. We've had, you know, a lot of issues. We've overcome a lot of things. And I think there's a lot that we can share with everybody. And that's really all we want to do is we want to give back. Um, we, God has blessed us with an amazing relationship and marriage. And we just want to help as many people as we can. Yes, we would love to see more married couples feel the way we feel about each other. We would love to see that in more marriages. And we would love people to experience that in their marriage. Mm -hmm. So. The oneness. The oneness. Well, we hope you guys enjoyed this train wreck of an intro <laughs> an introduction into what we're going to be talking about yeah be gentle this is our first podcast <laughs> we just kind of we're just kind of winging it right now <laughs> yeah we got the kids in bed and you know we figured we'd come on here and, and just talk tell you who we are just so you kind of know who we are before we before we dive in so we will catch you guys on episode two